Well, I do. Uh, I, I have the privilege of uh, introducing a, a good friend of mine that I don't know how many years we've known each other now. Uh, it, I've, I've gotten older so fast that I, I think it's, it's probably been at least 15, maybe more, more years. Uh, this is a man who had a profound impact on my life. Uh, he, we, we met together under uh, different circumstances, and uh, uh, Pastor Abraham, who I'm, I'm introducing here, uh, came to came to us and uh, was going to be uh, licensed with our denomination, and he was going to bring in his thousands of churches in India to our denomination. And one of the processes that we had uh, was he was going to get licensed uh, through our our denomination, and I I had the the blessing of being his coach, uh, share you know as we walked through, and I I interviewed him for his license. And I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but um, there, there's kind of a, a weird, uh, when you're put in a place and you're totally out of your depth, because the, the person I'm interviewing, uh, it, it's like reverse mentoring. Uh, I, I, and uh, you know, later he took me to uh, India for 10 days to visit with his churches and his pastors and his missionaries. And uh, again, I... I I think I felt many, many times I'm not even a Christian because the, the men and the women of God that are sacrificing their lives for the gospel in India uh, are, you know, just when, when you're talking with them, they've all been beaten. They've all been, you know, had difficulties that go, you know, and they'll just tell you, oh, that's just part of discipleship. If you haven't been beaten while sharing the gospel, then you're, you probably, you're not even a disciple yet. <laughs> they wouldn't say it in that way, but, uh, but that's the sense I got. And, and because they live in a nation that has like uh, 1% Christians and the rest are Muslim and Hindu, uh, they're under tremendous pressure. Uh, but they see the power of God and the faithfulness of God in so many ways that uh, we uh, don't experience. So when Pastor Abraham, when I was on vacation, he emailed me and said, I'm going to be in town. He's uh, come from India for a few weeks. And I said, of course, you have to come and share, share with us uh, what's happening in India. Share with us and encourage us in the word. And uh, so with that, uh, with great thankfulness, exuberance. Uh, it's great to see you again and have you share with us. Let's welcome Pastor Abraham. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Are, are you on? Yes, yes. Okay, thank you. you. Um, do you have that, uh, uh, that video ready? Yeah, we're going to show Okay. Uh, there'll be a four minutes video, please. Then I don't need to okay. take much time yeah. for... Yeah, please. is a nation of 1.15 billion people. With 33.5 million gods, they are a people desperate to believe in something. Millions are still waiting to hear the name Jesus. Hello, I am Abraham Philip, founder of North India Ministries. Uh, 
God is doing great thing in India. I want you to be a part in this life-changing ministry. Pastor Phillips created North India Christian Ministries when he was 18 years old, when God called upon him to help those in need. Over the last 25 years, NICM has served North India with its three main branches, church planting, missionary training, and Christian schools. The North India Christian Ministries established a training center in New Delhi that educates young people from all over India. The North India Christian Ministry, we have a training center in Delhi uh, where we bring these young people from the village and train them in their one year in their local language. This is not make them scholars in the Bible. But it trains them in missionary work, which includes planting a church in their home village. They are really powerful. We need just to give them a push so that they can make a difference in those villages. There are hundreds of people, even today, lives all their life in these villages in North India, never get a chance to hear the name of Jesus first time in their life. That's what we are doing as a North India Christian ministry, trying to get a chance, give a chance to these people to hear the name of Jesus first time in their life. My wife and I, Sherry, have been to the uh, to the ministries that he has started in New Delhi, and we are absolutely blown away. The Lord put on our hearts one very basic scripture. And the scripture says that to him who much is given, much will be required. God has blessed us immensely. Pastor Abraham Phillips has poured his heart into this ministry since he was a young man, and what he has done is nothing short of a miracle in itself. So step out in faith and just see just see what God will do. So please join with us so that we can make a difference in North India. God bless you. So thank you for watching that. Uh, that's, uh, 
ministry we started uh, almost 40 years now so we have uh, now 156 missionaries working over 700 and some villages that's the main uh, part we are doing that we bring these young people train them send them back to the village and we stand with them until they become self supportive that probably take 3 to 5 years um then we see awesome thing god is doing through these missionaries uh in north india there are there are thousands of village thousands of village never get a chance to hear the name of jesus first time in their life so i have some ministry informations normally i put a table whenever but i did not do that so i have if you want to know more about this ministry this is not only money but you can be a prayer partner with us do you know the best thing you can do to a mission you can pray money will not work everywhere right the prayer will work everywhere so we need a prayer partners because we have seen miracles after miracles when i go to the villages i hear the stories i just feel i am reading book of acts because first century things god is doing in those villages most of these missionaries don't speak english but when they pray heaven come down miracle take place healing see when you go to a north indian village you preach about jesus they gladly accept one more god because they have 33.5 million gods but when you say jesus is only one god that is a problem to believe that they need to see some supernatural things that we can see everywhere i used to send a newsletter you can sign if you want that every month every month god is doing awesome thing through this ministry in north india as i was sharing before i came to church pastor stuart uh, at that parking lot you know in the midst of this covid we have lost over 19 people in our ministry couple of missionaries and the good thing is that hundreds of houses in the village become churches many many people hundreds of people came to jesus through this pandemic we have now online training program going on we have uh, 36 of them in the training around 15 or 60 of them came to jesus in this pandemic time so still god is uh, doing great thing in that nation of india uh we have a office in san jose close to snell and capital uh and uh, so uh, you can sign for newsletters and read and pray and uh, we need your prayers so that we can together make a difference for jesus we need a lot of the missionary can you know with a more, almost 100 dollars you can send a missionary to a, a village and at least that's at least one to three years if you certainly you can reach a old village for jesus you know let, let me tell you with your effort if you can reach a single soul to the kingdom of god that is the biggest investment you can do in your life rest everything will go away 
rest everything will depart from us to be an investor in the kingdom of god that not only in india you know i used to say there are only two group of people in the world one is called missionary the other is called mission all the people those who are washed by the blood of jesus they are missionaries where is a mission if your neighbor is not in christ they are your mission to find them you don't need to come to india just open your heart and see the needy world through the eyes of jesus do you know maybe 15 years back we had a conducting a meeting in this place i took a team from local and reached this entire that and this building was not here and we had a door to door knocking maybe at least thousands of houses i walked here and distributed tracts and the 70% apartment complex i know say last 10 years we reached through the literature there are a couple of people came to christ stars but we have a part that's why god is kept us here you know I, yesterday i said to one brother if only the package of salvation is take us to just to heaven you know this this day when you saved you god can kill you and take you to heaven right but that is not all about why god kept us here that you have to be a man to stand for god Bring, don't try to go to heaven alone you know take somebody with you that should be your that should be your uh, your ambition right so in india people are making use of god you know when when they need to go, you know they are in trouble they come to church and fast and pray and their 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 needs are met they will go away from god so god is not just an atm machine right to meet your need but god saved you for the salvation of others don't forget that people need you god need you the world need you so let me anyhow i am going to uh, stop talking about the ministry i have a word which god placed in my heart to talk to you i prayed this morning lord is that i should share here i have pastor said me the time i will uh, conclude that word confirmed when i was talking to a pastor steward this morning in that parking lot i am talking to uh, talking at the end times did you, you remember that so read a verse you know are you understand my language and accent everything okay if you want you can lift up again i repeat one more time but you need to understand okay okay read that verse in first peter chapter 7 chapter 7 oh no 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 there is no 7 right chapter 4 <laughs> verse 7 okay chapter 4 verse 7 excuse me yeah let's let's take that verse and look everybody in india normally when pastors preach you read the word you know and but i know look that words end of all things is near what that end, let that word is there for some time brothers please end of all thing is near what end paul is talking here probably end of our life yesterday last day when i was in india last month i said to people after covid if you still alive you need to praise god more than other people because 
God kept you safe. Praise the Lord. What, yeah, probably the end of our life, end of this church age, coming of our Lord Jesus, any one of this can happen at any moment. Let me tell like this. Eternity can begin any moment in our life. So we need to live a life by focusing eternity. Let me tell you this again. After the service, I think Pastor said that you have lunch here, right Pastor? Okay. Then you go to Costco. When you get out of your car, probably next step can be in eternity. Do you know Jesus came to this world as a king? When Jesus came here to rule this land, right? But when Jesus came to this world, came to know that all the people have come short of the glory of God, he cannot be a righteous king. So what he did, he took all the pain of the world or sin of the world and, uh, and paid the penalty for the mankind died on the cross. Gave us an opportunity so that we can make him as our king. Today we have sing a song. What was that? He is the king. How many of this morning believe Jesus is your king this morning? Praise the Lord. Jesus Christ when this world. He said the kingdom of God is not just eating or drinking, right? The Romans chapter. Verse uh, uh, verse 14, verse 17, Romans 14, 17, sir, the kingdom of God is not just eating and drinking, but that is righteousness and the peace and the joy. Do you know, we are living in a spiritual kingdom right now. When you and me accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the king came to our life. He lives here. We, now we are walking as a kingdom of God. Because king is living in us. Take that verse in uh, uh, Luke chapter uh, 17 verse 21. That verse says that Jesus when was uh, looking to the disciples say, In the kingdom of God is not here and there. Have you heard that verse? The kingdom of God is among you. See that's what Jesus said. Where is the kingdom? Kingdom is among you and me are the kingdom of God. When you walk in your community, in your subdivision, the others need to see the king which is inside of you because you are the kingdom. That's, that physical kingdom God is going to establish here. We don't know how much more next Sunday. I don't think that we do not know whether we have a gathering here or we will be meet there. So we have very short 
period of do you know in the bible okay in the first century time first century in the in the people were not looking for a undertakers you know undertakers people taking you know carrying their dead body to the tomb they were waiting for a undertaker because they believed in their generation jesus will come back but that did not happen but let me tell you in our generation we are going to witness that 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 coming of our lord jesus christ that can be happen if you believe that say lift your hands and say praise the lord because at any moment jesus can come praise the lord you know when you study the new testament no it is so, you know in india it's very easy it to preach about the cross and the benefits of the cross you know cross have a benefit right you just in india i just heard if you just come to this meeting in a bicycle you can go with a bmw car <laughs> have you heard that praise the lord benefits people come you know they need everything they need a car house then what Oh, you know, everything they need. So they come to Christ. Praise the Lord. But cross has a demand. Cross have a demand. Do you know that? If anyone won't follow me, let him deny himself. Take the cross and follow me. Praise the Lord. wherever you see in the new testament about the coming of jesus christ there all we see our responsibility also mentioned there gospel of john chapter 14 say that i am going to prepare a place for you what is our responsibility your heart should not be in trouble first thessalonians 4 says that the god will come in the midair with the sound of archangel that in christ will rise and the people those who are alive will caught again what is our responsibility go and comfort with this words one to another go and comfort one another gospel of the the, the epistle of john chapter 3 verse 2 says that you know when jesus will come we all will be transformed and become the same. do you know the main purpose of our christian life god saved us until that coming of jesus we are in a, we are in a process that god is making us by his image when that will happen when jesus comes take that verse and look with me that verse what that verse says that sometimes we don't get time to read bible in the church let uh, in the in the home let's read that verse we look that verse what that says 3 verse 2 first john uh, gospel epistle of john chapter 3 uh, verse 2 that verse say that dear friends now we are children of god what we will has we do not know but when but we know that when he appears we shall be like him see that verse when jesus will appear what will happen 
we shall be like him we shall see him then next verse everyone who of that hope what what is the responsibility there you have to purify yourself that is the responsibility it is all ready to clap our hands and sing jesus is going to come but we have a responsibility that we have to prepare ourselves we have to purify ourselves so that we can be caught up with jesus praise the lord so jesus christ is going to come very soon we are living in the last days praise the lord let's let's look back uh, brother come back to that verse again that's uh, the peter says peter here say that what that verse says peter say end of all things is at hand the bible there are many other responsibilities as a children of god we have to take there are four important thing what a child of god to know paul is mentioned in this chapter in this verse that next verse verse 7 they say that therefore what do you have to do sober and watch and do prayer there are four important thing in because of the end is near we have to do one chapter 4 verse 7 say that you have to pray verse 8 say that you have to love one another verse 9 say that you have to do hospitality verse 10 say that you have to do ministry there are four very important things god want take your attention this morning have you ever noticed that because end is near why peter saying that the first thing you have to pray why that should not say that because end is near you have to travel all the world and reach more people that could have been said in the first but the bible did not say that peter say end is near so you have to pray number one thing you have to pray why because the time is very short there are many things we have to do but i cannot do everything i have a limitation i don't know what should i do i have no answers to know that i need to pray then god will reveal to me my dear brothers sisters end is near we have only very limited time in this world we don't know how much more time we have but you are in assignment here you need to pray to lord lord what is my task why i am in this church what is my role here what is my family my children to do to know that you have to pray then god will reveal that to you do you know normally why we pray because we already plan different things we go to god and say lord 
This is my idea. You just die. Need a counter signature, right? That's most of the prayer. Do you know why we pray? To know the will of God. When we know the will of God, if that is different than our ideas, we need to have an heart, need to change and and believe in God. Once a servant of God said that. When you pray, God will answer your prayers. God will meet your immediate needs. When God doesn't answer your prayers, according to your ways, God will teach you a lesson. Praise the Lord. Do you know, How many of you know Prison Fellowship International? How many of Prison Fellowship International? Do you know who founded it? Charles Colson. Charles Colson was an advisor to President uh, Richard Nixon. Around the uh, Watergate scandal that time, he was being, uh, you know, found some guilt, something that, that he was put in a prison. Charles. Before he got to prison, Charles Colson saved. After he saved the two years in the prison, he came out of the prison. He started this ministry called Prison Fellowship International. When he found this ministry, one of his friends came to me and asked, Charles, you are a such an influential man. Why can't you start a ministry among the leaders of our country? Why you start a ministry about like this? Charles Colson said like this. That's what I wanted to start. Ministry among the great leaders. But this is what God wants me to do. Praise the Lord. End is near. We probably have ideas and plan. But what is God's plan concerning me in this short period of time? What is God's plan of our church and in my family? Lord, what I should do to know you have to pray. Do you know, Paul, do you know it's very hard to put a mask and a speak, right? That's why I'm touching, Lord, feel. See, when, when, uh, <laughs> You know, before also we had a mask, right? Before the COVID also we had a mask. But that mask, people don't saw it, right? We have different appearance, different people. You know, church we have one mask, outside we have a different mask. But now we have mask, everybody see it. Before many people don't want shaken. You now if you want shake, nobody want you shaken, right? Before we don't want smile, but now you smile, nobody see it. <laughs> see, things changes. Praise the Lord. See, when Paul came to Christ, he asked two questions. Do you know what that questions? Number one, Lord, who are you? Who are you? God spoke to him. Second question, Lord, what for me you have to do? What me? What I have to do for you? God said, I will tell you. God told him. And he did. 
the final days do you know what paul said i have fought a good fight finish my course kept my faith now i'm waiting for the crown which is left for you what a finishing what a finishing how are you going to finish your life it doesn't matter how you begin your christian journey very important now you are going to end your life i know there are many people in india they die with a regret heart because they could not do anything for the kingdom of god they wasted their life they wasted their investment they do not know plan of god in their life let me encourage you this morning don't waste our time we hold one life that will finish very soon let that be invested in the kingdom of god for the glory of god there is a beautiful prayer in the bible colossian chapter 4 that is not my, in my subject but colossian chapter 4 verse 12 That's a prayer of a pastor to a church believers. Anybody can take that verse for me. Somebody read from your side that verse for me. Colossian. Colossian. Colossian is in Old Testament. No. New Testament. All right. Four. Somebody, somebody read that verse for me. Tol. Tol. Read with a loud voice. Let me hear. Please. Colossian chapter four. Verse tol. Yes. Ah. Yes. Ah. Do you know Epaphras is a pastor for them. He is struggling in prayer. Have you ever struggled in prayer? Do you know why they struggle? Because that people need to know what is the will of God in their life. they have 101 needs like that they need a car and a house and this and that everything but he did not pray for meeting any material need he prayed that you should know the will of god what is the plan of god what god want me to do in this short period of life praise the lord yent is near yent is near let us pray lord what me to do how my life should be an investment in the kingdom of god do you know when i was pastor you can just lift your hand my time is when over i will close when i was 18 years old boy 18 years old back in southern part of india i don't know how many of you have seen india only this below part is christians rest all hindus do you know name of india is in the bible america is not in the bible but india is in the bible do you know yeah book of esther chapter 1 verse 1 do you know disciple how many disciple jesus had jesus sent one to india not in america saint thomas came india and he was my neighbor 
I died there. But still, India has only 2% Christians. Because of language barriers. We have 18 major languages, 1600 dialects. Do you know when you fly from San Francisco to New York, you can speak one language? But when we travel different states, we cannot communicate to each other. That is the barriers for the gospel. Then the persecutions. So I born in a Greek Orthodox. Do you know Greek Orthodox? Orthodox Greek Orthodox home. When I was 18 years old, I had a privilege to attend a small prayer meeting in a home with six people. That was 1978, October 10, Tuesday. That was the first time I am hearing gospel that Jesus died for my sin. That particular day I gave my heart to Jesus, it was 8.30 p.m. I became a child of God. Do you know when you receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior? Sometimes you know when you took baptism, but that doesn't matter. Do you know when you become a child of God? That's very important. I know there are many people become child of God after their baptism. That is the beginning of the Christian life. The Christian life doesn't start when you're born in a Christian home. Christian life will not start when you attend to a church. No. You can give a tithe or offering or build a church. That doesn't matter. But when you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and the Lord, that's the beginning of your Christian life. If you are 90 years old, that is the beginning. After one month, God took me through an vision to a tunnel. This tunnel was full of darkness, filled with uh, people. God gave me a flashlight in my hand, asked me to turn this light on. When I did, hundreds of people came out of the tunnel. Then God spoke to me, this is the situation of North India. I give you this light, which is word of God in your hand. I want you to go and stand in that gap. I want to draw these people out of the darkness. One year old Christian, 19 years old. I heard the voice of God. I left my home place. Kerala came here. This is a foreign land for me. I don't speak English that time. I don't speak any other language. Only language speak, only work here. But in obedience to that, that perishable vision, I moved there, learned the language, started to preach the kingdom of God. Last 40 years, still that vision is fulfilling in my life. God joined several people. Do you know how I came to America? Close to San Francisco airport. There is an American United and pilot. God sent to India. He met me there. He brought me here. Last 26 years, I am flying all the world for free after that. The COVID time, I came four years, four times a year, all in first class. United, no penny I need to pay. In five years, I have no bicycle to ride in Delhi, no bicycle for five years. I don't have 
complaint you say nobody to hear my complaint i don't have this and that but what i say that god is a faithful god still god is doing miracles our two schools are built at the valikrishna school do you know our two schools are built at in valikrishna school so that, let, let me conclude here we have only one life anything you invest for this world will go away but if you are invested anything in the kingdom of god that is going to last end is near let's look next verse what peter trying to understand us end is near so you have to pray next verse he say that verse 8 what where say that above all each other deeply because love deeply the serious love second thing you have to love one another why because end is near you have to love one another if bible say that you have to like each other we will be in trouble right because you don't like me i don't like you you don't like my accent i eat different food i live see bible doesn't say that you have to like each other no do you know bible is a very practical book do you know that have you ever heard that if it is possible don't commit suicide if it is possible don't say lie if it is possible don't steal do you see any bird bird in the bible no there is another bird if it is possible try to be peace with all the people do you know why it is possible because if i want to be peace with pastor stuart we both have to take that effort only then that will happen that's why i say if it is possible rest everything you have can that's what i said bible is a very practical book end is near you have to love others in india there are many people let me say example in india those of you will not have any problem india when people come to church they have no problem with relationship with god why do don't eat, talk to each other they take communion but they don't mingle with others let me tell you that if you don't have a relation here this relation is vain why we love each other because we love god if you say that i love god why hate this brother you are a hypocrite understand the words the reason i love my co brothers because i love jesus because this this mask mask is very very trouble for me anyhow let me how you seen cross this is cross right cross is this is relation with god this is relation with each other this make cross bible say the end is near <laughs> let me say see i was actually in i think it is in taiwan i was one day i was in a taxi in a taxi there is a board i saw in the back seat of car smile in the taxi no time to quarrel 
that dance is a smile no time to quarrel i read that oh what a word you know there is no time to quarrel smile love one another jesus in this world said that i give you a new command love one another see love one another is not a new command old testament also say love love your your neighbor in old testament also we have love neighbor but why jesus said i give a new command the next verse say that love one another as i loved you that become new jesus loved you because you have all kind of problems and trials and trouble but i loved you the same way you have to love one another why because end is near end is near make peace with all the people love one another do you know when the christ love will grow from our life that will flow from us that will flow from us end is near number 1 what do we have to do we have to pray so that we will know what is god's plan for me then i have to love one another number 3 end is near offer hospitality what is hospitality that means take care of strangers that's hospitality take care of strangers share what you have with others don't store everything for generations store something for the kingdom of god that's only for going to last be an investor in the kingdom let the kingdom of god expand through our life let me i will stop in 2 3 minutes okay you know the life of because pastor the end, the end is near, end is near. <laughs> so my end is near do you know in old testament noah the flood was going to come god said he believed thousands of carpenters worked for the ark right it nobody worked for free he paid up for everyone rest every investment went water only that investment stand forever end is near share what you have with others put it in the invest in the kingdom of god fourth thing peter say that ministry what god has given to you utilize for the benefits of god's people for the expansion of the kingdom of god let me conclude my words end is near the coming of lord jesus christ is at hand eternity can begin any moment in there for don't forget these four things what i must do i must pray i must love one another i should do hospitality whatever the talent the gift that god entrust upon me i should be an a an a in a minister with that
so that we can together make the expansion of the kingdom of God. God bless you. I want to I want to pray with Pastor Abraham. Uh, I enjoyed when I was in India. Uh, his pastors and missionaries they said you need to preach like an Indian, <laughs> and I'm like, what do you what does that mean? It means we're here all day, so we're gonna you gotta you gotta preach hours and hours. And I'm like, oh, I've got a bunch of 30 minute sermons, so you're gonna get uh, six or eight or ten sermons. Uh, because in India, when they come to church, they come to, you know, yeah, (laughs) that's true. They are as late as we are. Uh, so the Christian standard time is international. Uh, but I, I, I did as come on up here, Pastor Abraham. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Oh, no, no, not here. No, I know we're different than all other churches. Uh, no, but some things he did not share uh, that I'd like to uh, pray for. Uh, over a million Indians lost their life in this last COVID uh, wave. It, that's not uh, that's not what's published. Uh, you know, they, they you know, 200, 300,000 or whatever. Uh, but, and uh, I know some of the people that he lost in their ministry and uh, it, they're still locked down. They're not able to minister. Their churches are not open. The school is not open. Uh, I remember when I was visiting, it was, it was before the, the big school. We went to the, it's the largest slum in Asia. There's about 1.3 million very, very poor people there. And he had a vision. I got to get these, they won't educate the children there because they're of the lower class, but they don't really do castes anymore. Um, and he had a vision. We, we've got to raise up these kids. And uh, there was a property. And he goes, if, if, if I had this property, I could build a, a school for a thousand children. And, and I'm, I'm like, oh, we got to get that done. And so when we came back, we, sh- I shared with some of the Christian schools and Valley pick, picked up the, the mission to accomplish that. And, uh, but they're not able to have their schools open as well. And so we, we, I, I want to pray that the Lord would open those doors because just like our government's not 100% potentially paying attention, uh, their country is not uh, as well. And uh, we're, we're not entirely sure, but we want... The, the gospel is going forth just as it is in the, the U.S., um, but their, their hands are really tied. Their missionaries are literally starving. Uh, it, you know, I'm, I, we, we personally, Jendi and I, give to the ministry. Um, I do want to invite you to, to participate, at least for a season, because, because their churches are closed, they don't eat. Their, their minis- missionaries don't eat. And uh, they actually are very good at fasting, uh, I'll, I'll tell one story when I visited with a missionary in one of the villages and, and uh, the, the young family, they just went to a village and said, you know, their village and said, we're going to start a work for God here. And nobody came to Christ. Uh, they were persecuted. And then he and his wife decided uh, that we're going, we're going to fast until someone comes to Christ. When was the last time you fasted for someone to come to Christ? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> if we miss lunch, we're in big, we're in big trouble. 
uh, I think it was, it was o- over 20 days before the Lord opened up the word to their next door neighbor and the church was born in, in that village. And it was just amazing to see the power of God uh, along with the spiritual life of these people. So I, let, let's pray together as, as we close today. Well, Father, we know that you are, are the, the king of the whole earth. And just as we saw there, we praise the Lord, all you nations. Uh, we know that you are faithful. We know that you love us with a, a powerful love and that the, the people of India, the 1.2 billion people there, uh, need your, the, the gospel of love to, to spread out throughout their land. And Lord, I pray for Pastor Abraham's uh, ministry. Uh, Lord, the hundreds and hundreds of, of pastors there that are in, in very challenging straits right now, that you would, one, release them uh, to, to the, the field of ministry again. Even though their churches might be locked, their, their voice is not locked. And uh, we pray that you would be bringing many to Christ as they're able to do. And Lord, we pray too that you would open up the doors for those children, uh, that you would just provide for all the needs uh, of their school, of their uh, ministry training center, and of their missionaries that are throughout uh, the north part of India. Lord, we know you're a powerful God, and we pray that you'd bring about the revival that you, you promise uh, in these last days. And we, we pray too for blessing and, and safety and health for uh, Pastor Abraham and Joyce and their family, and, uh, and for all of their missionaries. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing this morning. Uh, I, I don't know if you have any information we can, we, we can put. Okay. And then I'll, I'll have Pastor Brooke also send out uh, a link to your ministry. Uh, the, their newsletters uh, are very often are so inspiring because you see the hand of God working power. I mean, it's, it, they, they have testimonies. <laughs> you know, our testimony is like, hey, I, I was able to do this. You know, it's like, hey, I got a good parking spot. Their testimony is like, I raised, the, I raised somebody from the dead yesterday. I'm like, oh, that's pretty, pretty neat. Uh, yeah, I could share so many stories uh, from just the, the people that I met. Uh, God is, you know, is moving in such a powerful way. So please do invest uh, in the ministry if you're able to. Uh, and uh, let's close. Lord, we are grateful again that you're a God of the whole earth that people from every tribe, every nation, every tongue will come to you. And Lord, we know that you're doing a great work throughout the earth, even though the enemy would, would try to blind us, he would try to discourage us, but instead we, we trust in you. You are the king of the earth. And Lord, as we close, may our hearts be stirred that the end is near. Lord, that we would pray, that we would love, that we would have hospitality, that we would serve. And truly uh, spend our last days serving you for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us online, those that are with us. God bless you. Have a great day. And the rest of us, uh, let's, uh, if you have children, we'll collect them up. And the rest, let's uh, eat some. We're going to, we decided to have some Indian food today, uh, which uh, just because we love Indian food, but we don't get it very often. So, uh, I, but I think we also have an uh, alternative for some of you. So if, if you're not inclined to Indian, that we'll have something. God bless you. Uh, feel, feel free to uh, chat with Pastor Abraham as well. And have a great day. God bless you.